Welcome to Funding the Dream, the number one podcast for the number one crowdfunding platform, Kickstarter. Now here's your host, Richard Bliss. Welcome to the show. I'm Richard Bliss, the host. I have a special guest today, and I know I say that every time, but this time, an incredibly unique opportunity I have. I feel privileged. When this guest reached out to me, I jumped all over all, all over the opportunity of having him come on the show because what I think he's doing is one of the most incredible things I have felt and seen in crowdfunding and in board gaming and in all of that. And so I couldn't wait to have him on the show. I'm joined by John, Jason Massey. Jason, thanks for joining me. I, thank you for having me. Okay, with that set up, people are saying, okay, what in the world got Richard's attention? And so tell us, let's tell the audience, what is it that you do? Well, uh, we run a podcast uh, called Dungeons and Randomness, which is an actual play D&D podcast where three separate groups play D&D in our world, and we just tell stories and share them with people. Okay. So to my audience, most of them, mm-hmm. they're going to go, there's a collective shrug. Right. Okay, great. You do a podcast where you play D&D. All right. Who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> right? Who doesn't? <laughs> but... But the big but is uh, that there's a couple of things. One, how long have you been doing it? Seven years. Seven, uh, seven years you've been doing a podcast, playing a game in the same world for seven years. Now, knowing yep. some of my uh, D&D, hardcore D&D friends, um, they would say, yeah, that's normal to play 10 years, 20 years of the same uh, world. Totally. In your case, though, you just said you have three groups. And so mm-hmm. that means you have, I think you told me, six people in each group. And so three times a week, they get on and they're playing their adventure in the same world, three different groups, and that's all being done on the podcast. Yeah, uh, which means they're all playing in the same timeline, which means I have to keep track of every single character in every single timeline. So if one group, let's say, beats another group to a town and they murder a shopkeeper, when the second group gets there, that shopkeeper's dead. Got it. Got it. Now... Okay, so so far now we're getting a little bit more intriguing, all right? We've got now uh, a persistent, a legacy version of a multiplayer game that's being played by multiple groups, which often doesn't happen in, in, in Dungeons & Dragons. Oftentimes you just play with the same group, but you're playing with groups that aren't physically in the same location and no. who actually aren't in the real world, not in the same time play. Am I making sense? I, uh, it makes sense to me. Right, okay. So, we're gonna, okay. so now everybody's like, okay, Richard, but we're still not understanding why you're so excited. But part of it is, is that you make a living yes. doing this. And that's the part that got me excited. So let's talk about that a little bit. Okay. Um, How do about, you do that? How do you make a living doing a podcast playing D&D? The short answer is Patreon. The slightly longer answer would be uh, our base podcast is absolutely free. Uh, every single episode, nothing's behind a paywall. Anybody can listen at any time. If you want to learn more about our world, if you want to hear additional stories told in our world, if you want to ask questions, all that stuff is on our Patreon. Um, and we do several shows dedicated to that each and every month. You do several shows of the podcast dedicated to talking about the world. Is that what you meant? Yeah, um, we do one called Living in Theria, where we answer upwards of 65 to 75 questions. Uh, It's like a two, three hour show dedicated to one person, place or thing. So if you want to know more about ghosts or vampires or how magic swords work, whatever, you can ask as many questions as you want and we'll answer them. So we won't get too much into the details of Theria. That's T-H-E-R-I-A. So people heard you make that 
reference, but that's the world yes. that you live in that you're that you have developed. But yes, I guess I yeah. should take that back. But we know <laughs> we know what we mean, right? That line between fantasy and reality blurs sometimes. Yeah. Yes, and so and so you um, you do this as a living through Patreon. You have enough people who have listened to the show, become fans of the show, that are willing to give you money for the show, so that mm-hmm. you can make a living doing nothing but the show. Yeah, that's 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 our job. Uh, myself and uh, my best friend, business partner uh, Brianna, we wake up every day and. That's we do six to seven days a week working on the show. Now, for a lot of people, you're just like in Nirvana. That is the dream world. The it's actually, amazing. It is, and you got to stop and ask yourself, how in the world did this happen? And so that's one of the things I was intrigued about is how in the world did this happen? Completely accidentally. Uh, but when I was in high school, that was not an option from my guidance counselor. That, that was not something that I, cause I would have picked it every time. Right. Who wouldn't? Right. So, uh, when I was 32, uh, this was back in 2012, I decided that I wanted to try D and I'd never done it before. Uh, and a bunch of my friends at the time said, yeah, if you set it up, if you run it, if you do all that, sure, I'll play with you. And our episode one is me learning how to play D and D. So your first episode of this podcast, yes. Dungeons and Randomness, is you bumbling your way through being a, uh, a, Absolutely. D- a DM the first time. And I think that's one of the things that uh, had people gravitate to us so much, because you can see me get better and better at this over the years. Every single episode we put out, it's like, okay, I'm getting better at storytelling, I'm getting better at uh, narrating, and I'm learning these rules and all that stuff, and... After seven years, I'd like to think I've gotten pretty good at it. Well, I would think that you're pretty good at it, too. I've listened to a little bit of a couple of episodes uh, because before you came on the show, I wanted to hear the, the content. And I have to admit, I was a little lost, right? I jumped in. I was a little it's lost. A lot. Well, what am I listening to? And it's a lot of people, right? Six people in the show. You. I don't know if Bree was on. I just, I, I've just listened to a lot of people, and I don't know who I'm listening to or what's going on. So... But that's not uncommon for somebody like me just to jump into the middle of it. Right. Um, I hearkened it to jumping into Game of Thrones third season, episode eight. Like, you've never watched an episode, you're jumping in. It's like, well, who are all these people? Um, if why, you, why do they all keep dying? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could say that about our show, too. Oh, really? Well, I noticed somebody just came back from the dead, right? Yes. Right. And yeah. so here I am. Suddenly, I have not... Jason, I've you never no heard state. of this. And suddenly I'm aware yeah. that, oh, no, they just came back to the dead and they made a pack with somebody and they don't know what the pack is, but they're going to have to pay for it in the future. And now I'm going to listen to find out what happens and what pack did they make. Right? Yeah. Uh, death in our world is really uh, – because in d and I don't know how much you know about D&D. But... Uh, I, a lot. I mean, not a lot because there's people okay. on the show who are going to like, really? And I'm like, no, no, no. Okay. So explain. <laughs> explain as if I didn't know anything. Well, in D&D, if you're playing it straight out of the books, death – isn't that big of a consequence. You can come back from death pretty simply. Uh, in, in the last edition, fourth edition, we're on fifth edition now, but in fourth edition, you could drag a body to a cleric and they basically just wave their hand and for 15 gold, they come back. Like yeah, it was, and, and when I started playing years ago in the 70s, yeah, that was kind of how we did it. Right, yeah. Because, you know, you're... you're, you're invested. You're, you're, yeah, you're, you're invested, you're friends. If you've been playing that same campaign for five, six, seven years and there are people on the show... Uh, who have been here since day one, who have played those characters for seven years, if they die, it's devastating. It's like you lost a piece of yourself. It is 
heartbreaking. And on our show, death is usually pretty darn permanent. Uh, you have to go through extraordinary, like you said, you have to make a pact with a demon and there's long stretching consequences and all that, but it means something if it happens. And yeah, I mean, there's Jason, there's an opportunity here for this show right now, this episode to go way down a dragon hole, uh, <laughs> to talk, right. But I want to come back to the reason you're on the show is because we're talking about crowdfunding. Patreon, I've had Patreon uh, on the show before when they first launched and they came out. Uh, Mm -hmm. My Patreon is just starting back up, and uh, my uh, followers and fans know about that. Uh, You're using Patreon heavily, but you're Mm -hmm. you're about to do a Kickstarter campaign. Is this your first Kickstarter campaign? Uh, Actually, no. Uh, This will be our second one. Um, Our first Kickstarter campaign was how I got started in this. That's how it launched me into doing this as my job. Um, I was just short story. I was miserable where I was. I didn't like living in Jersey. I didn't like living with the people I was living. I wanted out. Uh, and I had just lost my job due to illness and I just figured, why not? Let's go for it. Uh, we launched a Kickstarter, uh, for $20,000. We made $25,000 because our listeners are amazing and went well above and beyond. I got to move to Auburn, California, I'm doing what I love every single day, and now uh, the time is right. We've been, like I said, uh, April twentieth is our seventh year anniversary. We do a thing called Theriathon, which is an all-day marathon uh, on Twitch, where we just play live games and interact with the chat. And we're launching a Kickstarter for our first setting book. So you got me you... shaking my head. I'd love to be part of that. I'm getting married the following week, the twenty seventh. Uh, oh, right. Yeah, so, that's probably more important. Yeah. Yep. And uh, she's she'd never been a gamer before she met me. Uh, mm, and, that's but even now, harder. I, that is hard, right? But here, I got to tell you my side of the story because she'd never been a gamer. She picked me up from the airport one day and uh, we're supposed to turn left to go home. And she turns right. Mm-hmm. And I said, Why, where are we going? She said, you know, I ran out of sleeves for my copy of Machi Koro and I need to go back to the game store to get more sleeves to sleeve my <laughs> Machi Koro. And I'm sitting there thinking... Oh my gosh. I cannot believe this woman sitting next to me. I'm getting chills now just thinking about it. (laughs) And then I got to tell you one more story. Since I'm telling the stories, it's my show. Uh, Our first Christmas, second Christmas, I can't remember. I'm really good at guessing Christmas presents. And so there's a box under the tree and I'm shaking it. And I said, you put dog food in this box to try to hide what this is. And sure enough, when I opened it, it was dog food wrapped in Ziploc bags around this gift. This gift was something I was shocked at. It was the anniversary edition of Ticket to Ride. I have all the Ticket to Rides. I love the game. But this was the $100 Ticket to Ride anniversary edition, which is a beautiful game. Well, I'm thinking, wait a minute. How did did you buy this? Here's what happened. She... We, I took her to a game store for the very first time, and she's kind of like, it's a little overwhelming for somebody who's never been in there. Right. And we walked by the, the display of Ticket to Ride, and I said, man, I've always wanted that. But I can't justify, justify to spend 100 bucks on a game I already own. Unbeknownst to me, later on in the month or the week, uh, no, it must have been a couple of months, she drives back to this game store, walks in, and walks up and says, I need to buy a game. What's it called? I don't know what's it about? I don't know. Okay. Uh, she said, but I know that a couple of months ago I came into the store with my boyfriend and the game was sitting right there on a display and it's about this big. It's black and it's a hundred dollars. 
And that's, that narrows it down slightly. That narrowed it down slightly. And so they went through, they went through, and they found Ticket to, the Ticket to Ride met all that criteria. And she, they said, is this it? And she says, I don't know. Because <laughs> she says, I don't know. But she bought it anyway. And that is how Ticket to Ride showed up. And so that is how we started. We now play... On average, one to two games a night. I keep a, a diary of every game we play. And in oh, 20, wow. last year we played just we played just under um, 300 games in the year. The year before that we played 450, and this year we're already on track. I think we've been averaging a game to a game and a half every night. So that's how much Good gaming's word. happening in my life. Sorry, that was the I told you we could go down a rabbit hole. But the reason that that you're on the show, Jason, is because I am so excited by what you're doing. I have my daughters, many on the show know I have five daughters, and I have told them their whole life that when they grow up, the career they choose does not exist today Mm -hmm. because of the change in technology, abilities, and crowdfunding. The reason this show exists is because crowdfunding is something I believe is transforming our society in a way, the way we deal with money and income and asking for money and giving money, that we now can be comfortable asking and giving money for things that doesn't involve somebody standing on the side of the road saying, I will play D&D for money. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, and again, so, I, I've, I've mentioned without Patreon, we could not do what we do. Right. And when it, Patreon, it just, yeah, it couldn't exist. And so you're seeing artists and uh, comic book artists. I've had Howard Taylor on the, the show who's uh, doing significantly well on Patreon and making money. I have other people out there who are finding ways to bring value and joy and, and, and just pleasure to people. Well, I've got to be careful with that word. But joy, and joy <laughs> to people. And, and the people are saying, I want to give you money. You know, uh, for me, uh, Amanda Palmer is an artist, a, a, a music artist who um, I've never listened to. Mm-hmm. Uh, she does concerts and she crowds, crowds uh, she couch surfs when she does her concerts to fans. She sleeps on their couches. And, that is dangerous, but cool. Right. And then she, what she does is she gives her music away for free. And then she does concerts. She went to a recording studio and they said she wanted to do a record. And they're like, no, we, we, we determined that you've only got about 25,000 fans. Hmm. Okay. We think we can only, well, more fans, but we only can sell about 25,000 copies. She's right. like, okay. So she launched a Kickstarter campaign, put it out there and raised $2.5 million. Good Lord. From 25,000 backers. Or, and she was right. They were right. There's 25,000 people that were willing to give her money. And then she got on TED Talk. She did a TED Talk and she said, look, your fans are looking for a way to say thank you. You create something in their life. For me, it's my podcast and being in their ear and sharing things. For you, it's Dungeons and Dragons. For her, it was her music. She said, mm-hmm. find ways to let your fans say thank you. And that changed, that was my aha moment of crowdfunding, Patreon, Kickstarter, that, oh, this is what this is about oftentimes. Yeah, maybe it's a game I like or maybe it's a a widget. But oftentimes in your case, Jason, there are fans who want to tell you and express to you how much they appreciate the joy you have brought in their life. And you're giving them an opportunity. And I firmly believe that's 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 a mutual relationship, right? I, you asked me how plugged in I am with our listeners. Uh, I am constantly talking to our listeners and we get awesome emails all the time and reviews and stuff. And it's, it's, it's really, really heartwarming, but I always tell them, thank you for giving, uh, uh, giving us a shot. Thank you for listening. Thank you for kind of like letting us into your life and kind of being a part of your routine. It's amazing that 
perfect strangers now become perfect friends because of this. And and again, I I uh, I I used to like I had a okay short story. I had a boombox, like one of those gray sure. tape yep. deck boomboxes when I was a kid. I used to record audio shows for myself, and I never. It was just something to do to kill time, but it was never something it's like, people are going to want to hear this one day. (laughs) I would burn those tapes if I ever found them. But like, it's, it's, it's a thing where it's like, I, I'm still flabbergasted that anyone wants to hear me talk, let alone for hours on end. Well, now we're seeing that right with YouTubers and kids growing up and right. Right. And then they're developing their own online fans and, and then, uh, the Kardashian who just became the youngest billionaire ever. And it's, it's transforming the way. Society is being transformed by this. Now, let's talk about your Kickstarter campaign because you're okay. going to launch it on April 20th. Yes. Uh, and it's going – what is – tell us a little bit about the campaign itself. Well, the campaign itself is uh, we wanted to bundle everything together that people have been asking us for for, for years. Uh, people have wanted, uh, oh, you did this on the show. I want the rules for that. Or could you tell me more about this town or city or continent or whatever? So we're taking everything from – uh, the episodes you've heard on the show the, the last 250 or so, and we're bundling that all in a 300-plus page book, and we're basically handing you all the tools that you could need to run this at home, and we're saying, here, you tell – we want to hear your stories now. We want to we want to see what you can do in this setting. Run loose. Go go amok. So you're, it's basically a, uh, a Concordia, a uh, – uh, a reference guide for people who want to uh, be part of Theria. Exactly. Uh, it's called The Adventurer's Guide to Theria, Volume 1. So it is exactly what it sounds like. It's almost like a walking tour of the entire continent. Got it. Okay, and you're going to launch that. And how big, how big is this thing going to be? Uh, the book itself or the goal? Well, the, let's talk about the book itself first. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, the book itself is uh, going to be 300-plus pages, and uh, we're... <laughs> Depending on stretch goals we hit, it might get closer to 400. Got it. And then how are you going about the publishing of that? Um, we're going through uh, – we, we searched for uh, a printer for a while, but we are self-publishing. We're going through Print Ninja, uh, which is a pretty darn reputable company. We've sure. been getting quotes back and forth. And uh, we, just, we just thought that was the best way for us to, uh, to go about it. Most of it was finding the right artists and what style we wanted everything to be in. And uh, we're, we're pretty much ready to roll now. And so then let's talk about how much money you're trying to raise on Kickstarter. Um, the budget's going to be 65000 Okay. And you feeling confident? I'm, I'm, okay. (laughs) I think anyone who's getting ready to launch a a Kickstarter, if they're saying they aren't nervous, one, either they don't care or (laughs) it's not, I'm of course nervous. We're all nervous, but, uh, we're also really confident in, uh, we just think that it's the time. Uh, and unless I highly overestimate, (laughs) uh, what we're capable of, I I think we're going to do pretty well. I have to say that, and again, I, I, I've been very effusive in my, uh, in my enthusiasm for having you on the show and having the chance to sit down and talk to you now and a little bit afterwards. Been, and, that's been insane to me, by the way. I, well, I, I appreciate that. And, and, and as we're up to almost 300 episodes. We're just, you're just shy of my 300, 300th episode over the last seven, eight years. Huh. Um, it is the, the sheer... Uh, Again, I'm using the word joy. Some changes in my life, I think uh, the opportunity I have now to spend more time, I got to say, in some ways, I'm envious. 
Jason, I'm envious. I would love to be able to have my podcast be a significant means of supporting me to allow me just to continue to do this. I get to meet fascinating people like you and hang out and, t- and talk about it. And so I would hope that you would come back on the show uh, probably during the campaign. I'd be uh, interested to talk about how the campaign's going. And then let's talk right after the campaign to see how it went, to see if that 60000 was too high, too low, or just right. Again, we've uh, rigorously budgeted this thing, and we could put out a lesser book for a lesser budget, but we know what we want to make. And this is interesting because uh, I'm going back to the Amanda Palmer quote. One of the things Mm -hmm. that she said was that if you give your fans an opportunity to say thank you, which means, for example, when I launched my Kickstarter for this podcast uh, several years ago, I I took that to heart, and I, I was nervous myself at the time, and... I made, it, uh, made a, a $1,500 pledge level that I would fly to your house and play uh, and do the podcast with you as we played games. You know, and three, <laughs> people, three people took me up on it. That's crazy. It was crazy. And, but then, Jason, here's the, the piece is when I called them up to say, okay, I'm going to schedule my flight. We're going to come. And they said no. We had that with our first Kickstarter. Right? They just said, I just wanted to say thank you. And suddenly I understood completely what Amanda Palmer was talking about when you have fans. And I said, why in the world would you give me this kind of money? And this person said, you provide so much value for free that I'm willing to give you money so that you keep providing value for free. And that, that, that has stayed with me now through all these years. We've, we've received emails like that. And it's – there's something that just doesn't compute with me. But it's like – because – I've never believed in getting something for nothing. I just didn't grow up that way. I did factory work for my entire adult life, except for now. And it just, it, that doesn't compute. Like it's, it's incredibly kind and thank you to everyone who's ever done it. But it's, it's like, but let me give you something. Do you want blood? I can give you right. blood. Like, right. yeah. <laughs> like something. And then you have an opportunity and we're out of time, but that's okay. Uh, actually tell you what, why don't we wrap up and can you spend a few minutes and we'll put something up on Patreon just for the, the backers sure. so we can listen. All right. Absolutely. We'll, we'll wrap up cause we're a little over time. Um, I, my guest has been Jason Massey. He's with the uh, dungeons and Ram- randomness podcast. Uh, he has a Patreon campaign out there that you can participate in if you're a fa- fan of the show. And he has a Kickstarter campaign uh, launching on April 20th. I thank him very much. And we're going to spend some time on our Patreon uh, for our Patreon backers to talk a little bit more. But hopefully you've heard something inspiring. Ladies and gentlemen, I have been inspired and it's been a, a, a pure pleasure to talk to Jason. And I look forward to his success. Thanks for listening. Take care. <laughs>